Hi everyone, I'm David Blindauer, and welcome to this bonus episode of Conversation with a Manager, Stories from the Frontline. This podcast is dedicated to the proposition that managers, particularly frontline managers, are key to an organization's success. This podcast is also in search of the best advice and counsel from experienced managers for anyone new to the role of manager. Here to talk more about today's bonus episode is your host, Steve King. Thanks, David. For today's bonus episode, we want to return to our conversation with Matt Grzybowski. You first heard Matt in episode one of the second season. In that episode, Matt spoke to the need for managers to be influential with their peer groups. It's a great episode, and if you haven't gotten the chance, I'd highly recommend you listen to it. In this bonus segment of my interview with Matt, he touches on why it is important for managers to bring clarity to the team about precisely what service and products they are expected to deliver and the service level expected. A key conversation every manager has to have with their team members is answering the question, what's expected of me? And that question is informed by a clear-eyed understanding of the products and services the team is delivering and standards those products and services are expected to be delivered at. What Matt reminds us of during this interview is that sometimes we as managers presume that such things as service levels are obvious, but they may not be. They need to be explained explicitly so a team member's performance can be achieved and achieve that so-called smart status. That is the key message I took away from this segment with Matt. Perhaps you can take away some additional nuggets of wisdom as well. So enjoy this additional time with Matt. And whatever that organization is or when you took on a new role, mm-hmm. what did you have to think about in terms of the service or the product delivered that made you a better manager? So for me, you know, I think I've stepped into roles and, and again, it's always that focus on the, 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 the staff, uh, which again, I cannot overemphasize. That is a huge part of getting the work done. It is in, uh, just a cornerstone of what you have to understand. There's other aspects of it that I think are important. So when I think about even some of the, the early jobs that I've had, it, you know, it, you're kind of drinking from a fire hose. There's all this stuff going on. You, you're, you're trying to get up to speed with the staff. You're trying to understand the things and the work that are coming in and how it comes in and in what ways and things like that. Um, but I think it was really kind of when I started working more in uh, it, more in the service delivery or process space that it kind of opened my eyes into a common theme I was seeing across other leaders within the, or, or, excuse me, other managers within the organization was, was that at times this kind of confusion about what what do we what do we deliver? I mean, the team is working, the team is getting things done, but what actually is the product or service that I'm actually providing? Because if I'm clear about what I provide, it actually makes it easier for me to talk with my customers, to talk with the staff, to orient ourselves towards improvement efforts. It's it's a it sounds in some ways simple, it's like, well, it's whatever somebody asked me for, but I know that's not a true statement because mm. if your service, let's say is manufacturing paper and I ask you to make me a dinner, you're going to look at me like I have no idea what I'm talking about, right? Because I don't make dinners, I make paper, right? right. So getting that clarity and that crispness because it's like, well, that's a ridiculous example. We would, we already know we don't do that. Okay. I'm with you. 
but follow me on this. So do you do cardstock paper? Do you do colored paper? Do you do half sheet or does it have to be full size? Is it posters? The reason I'm saying that is because that's all about understanding the real service that your team or product that your team is actually accountable for, or you're accountable to deliver to the organization that you work for. So if your organization is one that has a formal program that has service definition or, or product definition, that's awesome. Or if they already say, hey, we've done that and here's, a, here's the book, <laughs> or it's in your tool of choice, that's amazing. But if they don't, anybody can do it. It just starts with understanding some of the basics of where is the work coming from? Who are my customers? Right? Uh, how much decision-making do I have within this space to kind of guide the direction? Where are we today or where we're going? All of this is information to kind of help understand and kind of kind of define or, or, or better understand what is it we say we do here. It actually is kind of like office space in a lot of ways. But if you take that question the consultants were asking and say, what is it you say we do here? And you quantify it, even if it's just for you, I guarantee your outlook on the back end will look a little different because now you can quantify and say, whether it's to your leader, to your customers, your staff, this is what we do and this isn't what we do. So I, I, lo I love what you're talking about. I want to roll in another com component to this to see if you agree with part of it. Uh, so first of all, 100% with you that when we become managers, we often think we have a staff, it's people issues and so on. And you've sort of redefined it as, well, of course it's that, but it's also clarity of the service or the product we deliver. I want to add a third piece and get your reaction to it. And that is, you also need to be crystal clear about the processes that you own and the efficacy of those processes to ensure that the product and service is delivered as expected. If I roll that in or you say yes, no, what do you say? I'm a hundred percent with you. And I'm, I might use just a, I, you said it right it, it, perfectly, really. I would just add to that, it, it, like in kind of the shops I've worked in, I'm that I would quantify that as like the support model, right? Like how am I supported internally or even potentially externally with vendors, right? How am I supported in that delivery of it, which is really through exactly what you just said, process. How are those processes defined within the organization? As a new manager, those three things are so important to have in place because you live and die by the delivery of those other services that help support what you're delivering, right? And if those aren't known, or if they're in, and actually, let me, let me highlight it in a different way for you. If you're, if you come onto the team and the team is saying, oh, you know, we try to work with so-and-so, they, oh, they stink. They never give it to us. You know, we're always getting yelled at by the customer because so-and-so won't. Ugh. I, I, what you've done, well done. What you have discovered is a process breakdown that needs to be defined, right? Like there's an aspect of your support that is not working as expected. This is where I go back to service definition being so important because if you can say, this is my service, and by the way, this is how I understand you deliver it to me, that frustration conversation you were having with your staff, you can navigate that now because you can say what your service is. You've, you've helped that team understand what you think they deliver to you. You should be able to work through that now. Even if that you go to that other team, they say, well, that's not quite what we do. Yeah, but you started with actual words that you can, you can use to, to, to influence them, right? To, to start to break apart that argument or that, that disconnect that's going on. 
when you became a manager and you've had a handful of manager jobs, did you experience the following that you enter the job believing you did understand the service and product? And in the next few months, you had to redefine that definition because of the experiences you were having in those first few months. Absolutely. Uh, I, you know, I think it was, especially early on in my career, I, I wasn't looking at it that way. Um, you know, my experience with the service management space was, was I didn't have it. And, and frankly, some of the organizations I worked with really didn't talk in that way. Uh, but it was kind of more of that, that, that looking backwards kind of perspective of, of like, well, you know, when, when I struggled with, you know, again, getting a resource for a team that was supposed to deliver something in a certain period of time, you know, I, I would try to go talk to him. I would talk to the manager, right? And, it, you know, this can't happen here. This is this is no good, right? And, you know, why can't we navigate this conversation? We're, we're all in it for the organization, right? Well, of course we are, you know. We, well, we've got completing deadlines and things like that. Well, but, but there's got to be a way to navigate this, right? Like, we've got to be able to move through this so that, I can deliver the thing that I'm, I've been, I'm been charged with or being held accountable for. We've got to be able to have those kind of conversations because it's always a negotiation. So. So in fact, you do learn in those first few months and now taking it a step further, when you have a new employee and you fully understand the service, this is your orientation responsibility, right? You need to orient them quickly to this is our service direction. This is the product we deliver. Here are the processes we use. Oh, and by the way, I expect you to behave this way in a team member. So it's all these things floating around. I, to me, having that level of clarity gets you, I think, closer to those results you're looking to sooner than it is when you when you've been in situations where you know, like you get the new employee in and like they're struggling with an aspect of of the process, like they don't understand that it has to be done in a certain way or or the why or. Um, or some of the natural pushback that comes through, right? Like, well, we never had to document that for, you know, when I came, where I came from, we didn't do that. Well, it's a great question. Why do we do it here? We, you've got to know that. And that's our processes, right? That's the, the, why we do what we do. Um, and it's important to what we deliver. And if you can be clear with it, you can help them understand why we're here, what we do, who our customers are. I, th I think it just becomes a very different conversation. If you enjoyed this bonus episode and are a new listener to the podcast, be sure to check out our full-length episodes from Seasons 1 and 2, relevant to all managers. And between episodes, consider picking up a copy of Steve King's book, The Manager's Dilemma, A Manager's Guide to Change Management, a short primer on how managers can help themselves and their teams through difficult change initiated by others in the organization. As always, thanks for listening. And be sure to check back in two weeks from now for another bonus episode. This podcast is supported by NRECA, the National Trade Association representing America's electric cooperatives. NRECA's broad range of products and services include a robust portfolio of leadership programs that provide learners with the knowledge, skills, and resources they need to lead at all levels of their co-op and succeed in today's rapidly changing electric utility industry. Visit cooperative.com slash learning to explore the value of learning with NRECA.